We start at a point, yeah? That's the thing. Like the goal in this situation is, it's always available at all times, right? With where you are, with no requirement necessary to be it, because you are, yes? So there is no goal, in a way. And so non-duality, again, just for the people who haven't been here for a while, in my, in my humble view, is its definition is non means not. Yeah. So it's not two. It's not going, it's not uh, all there is is one. That would be an affirmative thing. But non-duality is a negation. Yeah. It's saying, uh, it's saying no two. So, and it's an assumption that you're familiar with two, but it goes into it, like we're familiar with the idea of duality, you know, like two poles, like north, south, you know, stuff like that. There's all that yes and no, close and far, hatred, love, you know, all these movements, a dualistic movement, almost like the currency of the coin here, the, the coin of the currency is two-sided, can never have, no matter how many times you cut the coin, it'd still be two sides, yes? Yeah, so th this idea of the duality would be, like I remember I used to have a Tai Chi teacher, and I remember calling him up, and I was complaining about how bad it's been for a while, and he said, congratulations. And I was sort of like, what, what? He says, well, it's gonna be good soon. Yeah, and then he said, if you called me up and you were saying how great it is, I would have said oh, condolences because it's going to not going to suck soon. <laughs> That's the idea of duality. Yes, there's sort of like, or like in the yin and yang. So the yin, if it goes to an extreme point, turns into yang. Yang extreme goes into yin. So it's like, a, yeah, you can't. The two is always doing its thing. So then, if you take it back. So there's the macrocosm, let's say, which is duality, and the microcosm, looking at this, would be a dualism, in a sense, which is a subject-object format, yeah? So there's a, a confusion here of the subject and the object by the identification as the object, yeah? But claiming ourselves to be the subject, yeah? So the subject, is verified or pronounced here by the body identification. So the body is an object, and then there's the subject. So there's the scene, and there's the scene. And so we're sitting in a situation where there's a switch all day. Sometimes you're the seeing or the thinking, you're thinking of someone else, and then sometimes you're that which is thought about. Yeah, so the thinking turns on this and starts critiquing this object, yeah, and that's uncomfortable. All the while you're critiquing other objects, so you don't see, you know, what's, what's going out is going to come back, you know, whatever. So there's a subject-object. So subjectivity would be what? Let's say cognizance, since, uh, consciousness, awareness, whatever you want to call it, but that which allows uh, contact, yes? which is, we call it consciousness. So conscious contact, or consciousness in contact. So that would be subject, yes? Now, what it is in contact with will be objects to it. So when I look at you, I see an object, yeah? I don't see the subject that's looking there. I see the looker called Keith, yeah? 
And all the while, I believe I'm the scene of Keith. Keith sees me as a body, Paul. So I'm the, I'm the scene and he's the scene. And then there's one scene, but the one scene is inferred to be two. Yeah? So we're in the subject-objectness. So the subject-objectness and non-duality is just saying not to. It's just saying that's not true. Even though it appears to be that way, it's appearing to be that way. But the appearing it is also manufactured with time and a lot of other ingredients. Yeah? So something that's impossible can seem to be possible in time. Yeah? So it can appear to what is so, that it's so, yeah? So, uh, like, Jesus would infer it a lot, supposedly, as you believe, so it is, and all this. It, he's not talking to Paul as, this, as the object, but as the subject, in a way, yeah? So, as the subject of Paul believes, so it is. So, if Paul thinks it's an object, so it is, seemingly. It's appearing to be so. It isn't so, but it's appearing to be so, yeah? So, this subject-object, it's just a negation of that. It's not like saying, it's not, all right, we're going to critique the subject object, and let's say if we can get like, you know, it's, right now it's like 20% subject, 80% object, let's work it so we get it like 50%, you know, get a perfect teeter-totter balance, you know, but then 51%, you know what I mean? It would just, yeah, it would be a lot of managing and controlling, and you couldn't pull it off, yeah, because the idea of playing God, which is in, reco in recovery, it says you got to quit playing God, which is a great statement. Uh, and it says, it, why? Because it doesn't work. So, but there's a fundamental problem with that, because if that which is playing God hears or reads that, then it sets out to try to quit playing God. That's playing God. Yeah? You can't get out of it. So it, it goes on ad infinitum. There's no way God, that which is playing God, can quit playing God, that would be playing God. Yeah, you see? So, so there's a very important thing to quit playing God, yeah, but what's hearing that is that which is playing God. So, so it takes it like an order, and then of course it's built to fail, and then it will blame itself for not being able to quit playing God, yes? Which will be another playing of God. Yeah, so it goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Once you're in, there's an appearance that there's an out. That's what you're being driven to do, but it's in. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? There's no out with, if, if, if there's an in, in this case, there's no out of the in. The out of the in is realizing there's no in. Yeah, that's the out. So, you don't escape. Like there's a great old Buddhist book called uh, The Wisdom of No Escape. Well, really, in my way, see, a lot of people interpret it. The wisdom of no escape is you can't escape from an imaginary place. So that's the wisdom of no escape. There's no escape from something that's actually not happening. <laughs> you know? I mean, really, that's the beauty of it. So this sort of disarms that drive to constantly escape or to attain or to get somewhere, right? It just takes the rug from underneath that because it says, just like when I was in Turkey that time, and uh, 
I was at the Rug Emporium. I won't do the whole shtick, but it was pretty good. And the Rug Emporium, and these people were very good at what they did. They brought the rugs out, they could spin them, and they had the right lighting and everything. And they were beautiful rugs, but I didn't have a flaw. I didn't know where to live. I was just traveling around the world, F-L-O-O-R. I have plenty of flaws, but not a flaw. So I had an immunity to the rug temptation because I had, I had no flaw. What the hell do I want to have a rug for? <laughs> and they were telling me, and of course they were rational. I said, well, we can fold it to a point where you can put it in your backpack. I said, I don't want to walk around with <laughs> my backpack. I don't, I don't, you know, they're beautiful, but I have no, there's nothing, I'm not provoked to buy a fucking rug, yeah? Because there, there was a clarity that there was no flaw. So this is sort of what it's like. The flaw, or in this way, the rug gets pulled out from underneath you, yeah? And therefore, all the, you know, all the, uh, the new furnishers, furnishings, and getting a better, bigger account, you lose all interest in that. And those are just examples of the spiritual search because you, there's no floor to put them on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so that to me is the beauty of non-duality. It pulls the rug out of us and it's very disarming. In other words, in another way, like AA brought me to the point of realizing that this was not managerial quality. You know, it was an incredible thing. And I reached a point where in recovery, they use this, uh, most of the requirements presented in the big book are around this statement, being convinced, and then they give you the information of how screwed you are. But the, the, what's gonna really trigger something with that information is being convinced of it. If you're not convinced of it, it's just intellectual undertaking. It's like self-knowledge amounts to nothing. But when, when you're in a state of being convinced, like it's a description of, of you, you know, your living, and you realize how failed it is, that's a huge point, yeah? Because something gets established there, yeah? Like you're clear you're not managerial quality. And in my case, it doesn't come up for a review every year, or you know, every seven years it rotates to another possibility. It's just been put to rest completely, 31 years. So, but it's the being convinced. In a way, this is sort of what non-duality is, and maybe a lot of the minutiae to get to that point, if there's any getting to it, would be the failing of all the spiritual endeavors you got involved with, yeah? I mean, because what can a failed system show you? It can show you it's failed, that's its value. So that maybe you'll stop using tools to fix something that doesn't need to be fixed, yeah? You'll just, just stop, just stop. Yeah, that's basically it. It's just like a pause, and then the pause, because it's not of time, so it, a pause in time could be like a half a second, but it's timeless, so a lot can happen in a half a second in timelessness. A huge amount can download. You'd be surprised. You could really be surprised how much shit can be erased in no time at all, and a redirection can be connected. And this is just a secondary byproduct here of the action figure. I'm talking about mind realizing something that 
And it's what it's realizing really is what it's not, that's all. Because it's in the constant realization of what it is already. But it's, you see, it's, there's been a certain uh, attraction to an idea that sort of captured its attention and interest, seemingly. It's appearing to it that something's true. And that something's true is sort of like the brownie camera and people are young now, so they don't remember. The brownie camera was like a cheap little box camera, like 10 bucks, 8 bucks. And, you know, flat, you know, like a rectangle with a plastic lens. You know? So basically, you just pointed and hoped because you couldn't really even see through it. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully you got a picture. And then there's that huge, beautiful camera with a fucking mobile tripod, 360-degree surround, everything, incredible, crystal clear, fucking brilliant lenses. And it's, it's moving around, checking things out, and sees this brownie and says, hey, I'm gonna, oh, let's look through the, let's see the world through the brownie. So it goes, looks through the brownie, and in the looking through the brownie, it seemingly forgets it's the larger camera. And now there's an assumption, as soon as the, there's the looking, there's an assumption that gets implied that it's the brownie camera. So now every time there's looking, instead of seeing what you're not, you're looking as what you're not, yeah? The seeing has been commandeered, and it's been put to use to imply you, to imply what you're not. So the I am is there to be a flaw to Paul, I am Paul. Yeah, the I am is that, but now it's not just that. There's an addition on it, Paul. So that feeling of being on implies it's Paul that's on. It's incredible, incredible move, really, when you see it. So now, while the looking is going on through the brownie camera, the seeing that could clear everything fucking up is <laughs> now been commandeered to reinforce and imply and insinuate the brownie is the starting point, yeah? So when you try to use the looking to get out of the brownie, it's more about the brownie than ever, yeah? So here you go, see? So here, so now, all right. And now you have these faint feelings of, hey, you know, inherent okayness, you're huge and stuff like that, and then you, but you're living, you know, in time like a brownie, so there's irritable risk, you know, something's upsetting the bigger camera, but it has no idea, so what it does is it saves money and gets really like night and beautiful Nikon lenses to try to increase the brownies' ability to see what's happening. But the first lens is the plastic lens. It doesn't matter the lenses that come after. The plastic lens has the final say. So you're buying like $1,000 Nikon lenses, slapping it on the brownie. It's looking different. <laughs> You know what I mean? And if a lot of other people have a lot of different lenses, you better believe their head is invested in the browning of the lenses. They're gonna, not going to say, this, this is not going anywhere. They're going to believe it's going somewhere. Yeah. But so it doesn't matter how many things. Yeah. All it needs to hear is, I'm not the brownie camera. That's all. all. The only thing that needs to, where the light of suspicion needs to go is onto the brownie not from the brownie onto everything else, but on the brownie. You know, just a healthy, like, hey, maybe I'm not that. Yeah, maybe, because it sure seems like it's manufactured. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that I saw clearly when I was a kid, when I was a baby, 
felt like I was pretty brave. So what happened? What happened? You know what I mean? So there's these, there's like these echoes that play that still are there, and they're not, they're not aligning with the notes of the brownie, you know, or something, whatever. So, so I, you know, of course, a lot, a lot of us went through trying to upgrade the brownie, get to the brownie, you know, go to different continents, as the brownie, go to caves in the Himalayas, as the brownie, go, to, go to move into an ashram, as the brownie, leave quickly, as the brownie from the ashram. <laughs> you know, what I mean, a lot of stuff. But realizing, no matter where I go, I go as the brownie. You know, I want to get out of the brownie, but I want. But the only way I can try to get out of the brownie is as the brownie. So I'm stuck. Yes, the identifications got me locked into a very failed small system. So then non-duality is just sort of a not too. So when, not when the brownie hears that it's not the brownie, that doesn't go anywhere. I realize that. So if the brownie claims to be the hearer of the message, that's really meant to the bigger camera which that's what it does at these talks. The brownie claims it, and now gets really fucking convoluted, which is, I gotta, be, I gotta get out of a brownie as a brownie, which is what AA says, self can't get out of self. So the brownie can't get out of the brownie. Even though there's a huge drive, maybe not starting at the, as the brownie, but through the brownie, but it's failed to begin with because you can't get out of what you're not. In, literally, yeah? So now, all right, so now hopefully it goes to enough talks, the brownie, and then the message gets through to the bigger camera. So the bigger camera hears about the brownie, starts recognizing, yeah, I see that, I see that, and then there's the little zinger, hey, and, may, and maybe you're not that. So what do you mean? Maybe all your urban renewal project budgets can change. Maybe why do you keep working of improving the brownie? It can only go so far, it's a brownie. It's not gonna become a super Nikon. <laughs> so maybe if you're not that, yeah, maybe you should study what, it is, what it's like to be a brownie. Maybe you should start hearing descriptions of what you're not instead of constantly hearing descriptions of what you are because it's not working for the brownie to hear about it, about what it is, because it's not it. <laughs> so all I can do is conceptualize and think it knows or experiences it, which are very fleeting usually, and all this shit. And it's very, very frustrating now for the brownie. So, and then again, it hears another high-level message, all right, you're not the brownie. And now the brownie, all right, I'm, I'm going to be a brownie as not a brownie. So you see people trying to be a non-self as a self. Yeah. <laughs> so there's these, all these little ways you can see how when the water gets trapped, it leaks other ways. Yeah. So yeah, it, what you need to do is learn about those. So you learn about what you're not, and you learn about this isn't a one-lock system, yeah? It's a number of locks that are in the system. So, and you're the key to locking the system. <laughs> so when you're trying to unlock it, you're actually locking it in most cases, yeah? That's the weird thing. So all right, so now the, the camera, the big camera finally hears it. It's not the brownie something, it gets an aha or resonates, so then maybe it goes to, me to, to meetings, yeah? 
And then these meetings don't start talking about the camera ever, really. <laughs> they just keep talking about the brownie. Yeah, every week, every freaking week. It looks like I'm getting nothing, yeah? And then suddenly something's happened, yeah? Because nothing is the gift that really keeps on giving. So <laughs> you, you realize Jesus, uh, all right, heard about the brownie so fucking much. When am I going to hear about me? Well, you'll find out what you are. Yeah? Why do you want to waste time hearing about it? Yeah? Why would you want someone, even if it's in a, in a very altruistic way, give you their, how it's been expressed through them, because maybe you'll try to make that formalized and think it has to express that way through you. You're missing it. Yeah? This is just a field of possibility, and it'll do what it wants to do through you. So it's, in my case, I think it's a whole lot better not to hear anything about it at all. Yeah, so that you'll find out. So you'll be open, you won't have so much luggage that has to get unpacked once again. Yeah, because you won't have, you haven't, all you've learned is about what you're not. And to me, that's correct direction in my view is to hear about what you're not, and then you find out about what you are as what you are, not trying to find out about what you are as what you're not. You find about it as what you are. That's all. And uh, I'm here to tell you, it feels true to me. I mean, you saw me. Things really haven't changed the message in fucking years, ever, and maybe it never will. Yeah, because I don't see the point. I don't see the point. I really don't. If you don't see it, if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. Yeah, it's so true. And so it's just a simple thing with like the old hand and the glove. So, you know, the glove here is that, you know, it's not a glove, and then it tries to not be a glove, which is just gloving all over the place, yeah? Again, so the message isn't to the glove, even though it believes it is, it isn't. And we're hoping that, you know, just like a five-finger glove, the message will get through and get to what you are. And so the hand, when it hears it's not the glove, a possibility arises, which is, I can be free from it then, yeah? And also, you can be free from it while in the glove. It's not like, I'm free from it, you know? No, I'm free from it, yeah? The glove, the activity of the glove around the hand doesn't impose its reality on the hand, yeah? All the gloving does not make a hand a glove. I just hope you freaking get this. And it's not after expert years of working at it. No, inherently, the glove isn't going to make the hand a glove. So the hand can be in the glove and free from it and can be out of the glove and free from it. Yeah? Now the glove, masquerading as the hand, says it has to be out of the glove to be free. And any fucking little movement or chirping from the glove means I'm back in the glove. That's a lie. Just fucking see it. It's not you talking as you. Yes, it's not you talking as you. So the glove throws its little voice on the hand or whatever. <laughs> you buy it, and then once again, you feel the glove overwhelm me. The glove can't overwhelm, it's imaginary. 
It needs your believing it. It needs, you've got to be in complete cahoots with it. And it's fine to be. There's nothing wrong with a life of above here. <laughs> there isn't. It's a, you can express like crazy through a glove, you know? There's certain humor, humorous gloves that are pretty good, <laughs> you know? I mean, there's... Uh, and what's beautiful is the glove, over the years, you can try on different gloves, you know? It's not, it doesn't always have to be a crude, rough glove. It can be a nice, soft, you know, patent leather glove or whatever, you know, maybe a mitt or something, who knows? Yes, which is nice. You don't just get one glove. You can get a few of them in one life. It's not bad. Eh? The hand gets it to interpret a lot of different ways through different gloves. You like you have the addict glove, then you the recovered glove. Yeah? But are you the recovered or the addict? No, of course not. Addiction was expressing through you, recovery is expressing through you. There's no you that was expressing recovery or addiction. There was addiction and recovery as possibilities of expression through you. You might as well get the horse in front of the car. Yeah. So again, with the dreaming, the dreamt thinks it's hearing the message is dreaming. I want to warn you of that. So. The idea is just have, just hold the possibility, it's not difficult, yeah, that the dreaming is hearing the message, yeah, about the dreamt. Just have a, and you've had the feeling. Trying, trying to convince the dreamt that it's the dreaming, or trying to convince the action figure that it has no free will is fucking ridiculous. Doesn't hold water too long. Maybe in a contrived, conditional place. Yeah, go out there to like, you know, Starbucks has 50 fucking different coffees, you know what I'm saying? Yeah? So, just, but if the dreaming hears, uh, yes, if the dreaming hears about the dreamt, that has, that's a different knowledge than the dreamt studying about the dreaming. It's completely different, really. Completely, completely different. The knowledge the dreamt is trying to acquire as the dreamt about the dreaming is not like the knowledge of the dreaming that it has about the dreamt. Yeah? Because it's, it's the knowledge is I'm not that, where the other knowledge is I want to be that. The knowledge of the dreaming is I'm not that. I'm, the, I'm not the dreamt. Yeah? That's the point. It can be very little bit of acquiring of knowledge, or maybe you may need a big pile of knowledge, but basically it's going to boil down to, I'm not that. I had it in that, I had it, you know, at the dry dock. I had it in the sentence, being convinced that self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us. I saw self, and I saw it represented like a foreign pathogen or a parasitical movement, something other than me. And I swear, as soon as that possibility that was latently available at all times, but as soon as it popped here, I, I had the possibility I can be free from it. Yeah. 
as soon as I, because I was calling that which I wanted to be free from Paul, when I saw it wasn't, the possibility I can be free from it, not, and then immediately, I swear immediately, it sort of cast a light on years of living, and I could see that most of my behaviors and my drive since I've been six years old was just that. I was trying to get out of me as me, really. The me that I wasn't. That's exactly, it explained my whole behavioral life since six years old to that night in the dry dock in no time at all. I just saw it, I just saw like a, like a, you know, one of those pinpoint lights just pointing at all these little behaviors on all these years in no time at all. And I saw, you know, I can be free from it. And I saw that the whole drive, that whole hijacked drive was, I was trying to be free as it, with it, for it, by it, yeah? And that was the nut, that was the rub, completely there. No more knowledge necessary except to point out to have point is maybe if you have a seat assignment. So if you have a seat assignment, you want to, you know, basically certain people have, it's like a, a spare tire type of understanding. You know, people are really fucked, so you try to give them at least here's a spare tire. You know, understand why you're at so much fires is because you're the fire starter. You know, start there, see your role in things, please. And it'll be, it may be uncomfortable, but it'll bring about a lightness. So yeah, so you know, hopefully you can leave with a basic understanding and make it through a day lighter. But the understanding is just that. The understanding isn't the vision. The vision is inherently available. It's your innate nature. It doesn't need an understanding. Yeah. It illuminates the understanding. Just a plain understanding without that light of recognition, it would hold water in a contrived situation at your own house, in your room, with the doors locked, you know, like that. Not, you know what I mean? You could have it, it's better than nothing. But you want, you want like an all-terrain vehicle. And that's not an understanding, that's vision. The vision, our inherent awareness, you know, we are on. The worst thing on you, the worst day you were seeing, just as you were the best day. The worst and the best doesn't contract or expand the seeing. The seeing is just whoosh, on, incessantly, with no beginning or an end. Yeah. And it doesn't demonstrate, just look at it. Does it demonstrate any effort and thought to be itself? I don't see that, never have. So why would you think a vehicle of thought and effort would bring you there? I just don't see it. I don't see why, why you think you need thought and effort to arrive at where you already are. I just don't get it. Now maybe you have to exhaust something far out, but I believe, why not, why not, why not all of us look at that point of exhausting it as a past tense? It's already done. Yeah, you've already done all the, <laughs> there's no more little footnotes you need to put in. You know, being convinced, yeah, all the requirements have been met. There's no mop-up things anymore, <laughs> just right here, here.
Yeah? And you'll feel it. You'll sense it. You'll sense the immediacy and you know all all the shoulds and shouldn'ts and the was and the wasn'ts and all the omissions and the guilt and all the pride and all this and all that. None of that is meant, has left any mark on it. You, know? you haven't changed what's unchangeable, one iota. Yeah? So, I mean, just give out a breath and fucking relax and then be open to suggestions, see where it takes you, you know? It may not take you far. You may not have to go anywhere. But uh, you'll just feel right, you know? Not right meaning the opposite of wrong, but right, sort of like a balanced, you know? And you just never get chipped, really. You know? um, I, we had a lovely day, we had these little vignettes today. One of the, I love praying mantises. I love these fuckers. And I don't see them that often. And the times I've seen in my life, they have been big deals. And we saw one today. We, we were looking at the, the kids' uh, boogie boards, and there was a nice, not an old one, but a, not a baby. It was just so fucking, just to me, add magic to this place. I see it as a fucking, lots of things I see. I mean, I give it a huge meaning. I think they're so fucking cool. So I was looking at them, and, and I put them in a tomato plant. Went back a couple hours, I couldn't find them. But, uh, <laughs> that made my day, you know? It sounds weird, but it did. And a lot of things make my day. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So you make up magic, and there's nothing wrong with it. You're dreaming here. You don't go, you don't have to go fucking full bore. But I mean, who's going to add the spice to it if it's not you? Can you buy a pair of glasses that are going to pronounce these things? No, you're the seeing of it. Yeah. The last thing you want to live without is magic. You know? Don't you want to, don't you want a one plus one equals three? I fucking do. I'm tired of people thinking it's, you know, I've seen immovable objects being moved in people's lives by grace and that which that praying mantis reminded me of, yeah, all that, so, yeah. Do you really think you'd have to do anything to get right here? Really? It's so beyond the point of a first step. It's like fucking adding a million miles to it. So, uh, yeah, we have a new book out. I saw that on your website. Yeah, I have some if you want some. And I have new 
Send Bishlap shirts too. This third book I like, yeah. I haven't read it, but I edited it. <laughs> I think I heard it coming through all those years. Third? I thought it was No, it's the third one. One so, have never read. Yeah. Do you have it on Amazon? We do, but I have it with us. And if you don't have the money, just get it and remember it sometime, give me the money. We make more and it's faster. Yeah, it's on, there's a, just to go off on it a little, I went to a talk in Philly and it was set in a yoga studio. And uh, <clears throat> just the people I know that are you know, very good at yoga and stuff. So, so uh, they had a famous yogic mantra on the one translated by the lady, you know, so different, I mean, maybe different translations, but it was gone, gone, gone to the other shore. The other shore means whatever, awakening or whatever. Gone, gone, gone to the other shore on having arrived on, uh, upon, uh, on having arrived, what, what is it? Not you. Arriving at the shore. Oh, arriving at the shore on up, at the other shore on having never left. On is the Yeah, you get it. It's beautiful. Now let's say the head, though. This is tricky because let's say the head is invested in the gone, gone, gone. Yeah. It spent like thirty thousand dollars in retreats and shit. You know, it's got so it's gonna even it's got it wants another shore. <laughs> it would make itself look rather stupid if it if it spent thirty thousand dollars of gone 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 from the shore that it wanted to arrive at. <laughs> so basically. Uh, uh, upon arriving, it's going to be another shore. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Because then it's, it validates you and your whole fucking story. Yes? Just like we had the pooper scooper thing. Remember I had the pooper scooper mom? And the guy gets, he thinks he has the solution, picking up the shit really fast with the two pooper scoopers. And then he gets, becomes his business. You know, he's the circuit speaker and he's fucking got autographed pooper scoopers. He's on YouTube with tutorials all day. He's helping and he's helping a lot of people. So the person comes and says, you want a solution to your problem? He says, I don't have a problem. I've got the solution. Here's my book. Here's this. And the guy says, walks out and says, throws the line out. Hey, get rid of the dog. You know? <laughs> if you get rid of the dog. Now, you would think the person would be quite avid for that knowledge, you know, all right. But see, he's in the mental state, has its own type of pause, which is and contract, which is, fucking, I got 500 pooper scoopers in the garage. <laughs> I can't, I've got to speak this weekend. Yeah, there's an investment in the managing of something, yes? He doesn't want to realize the dog's a problem because it's, he loves the dog. And then he thinks he is the dog. Yeah. So his idea, it's just like there's a great one of, uh, 
the idea of reality, the biggest, greatest mystery, Ramana would say, I'm going to paraphrase it a lot, so please don't email me. Uh, so he says, uh, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. Well, yeah, it's pretty incredible. How would that, how could that possibly happen? All right, and he says, all right, so now reality wants to attain reality. And then after years of attempting to it, realizes something's blocking it off from reality. Right? This. And so now, its logic is, for me to attain reality, this has to be completely destroyed. You better believe you're going to slow roll it to reality. <laughs> The finish line, you don't have much of a drive to get to reality because the way it's set up is you've got to be completely destroyed. <laughs> Let's take a long time getting there. <laughs> this is all little examples of the same feeling. So, just like the skin and the snake, remember that one I used to use? So, from the skin's point of view, Fucking the molting of the snake is like Armageddon. From the snakes, it's hallelujah. You're gonna, you're gonna hear one. You're gonna hear the narration from the skin's point of view. That's what you're gonna hear. That's what you're gonna be conscious of. Yeah. But what are you conscious as? Is the thing. Yeah. You're gonna hear that. But what are you conscious as? Am I the consciousness? Yeah? If therefore I am, that's louder than anything the fucking head can say, really. That's where the immunity lies. That's where you don't lose interest in thoughts as the thinker. You lose interest in the thinker. <laughs> That's how you lose interest there. Yeah. Now the thinker maybe runs into the situation where it thinks it would be much better if I lost interest in thoughts. That doesn't go fucking anywhere. Because all the wanting to lose interest in thoughts is verifying the idea of the thinker. You'll spend years and years and years trying to lose thoughts. Yeah. It's, it's got a little mechanism. It does like, it's like eight hops. <laughs> if you can see five of them or four of them, there'll be usually a hundred monkey syndromes phenomena. Your mind will open. Maybe you'll have to see eight, but you know, maybe you'll only take one. Maybe it doesn't take any at all. But if there's a limited amount of mechanical hops it does. And if you can see them, the emphasis is it's I'm not that. Because the emphasis finally goes on the seeing, not what's being seen. So you get a sense of what you are as a verb, finally. Yeah, as awareness, you get a sense of it. And that one sense can go a long, 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 long way. Because that timeless sense can extend in time quite a long fucking time. Oh, the telescope. That was an old one. The telescope, yes. The telescope facilitates the seeing, yes, but it's not the seeing, yes, no. Yeah, the telescope was an old one. I don't know. 
I always like the poop a scoop of one. I like the whole way of shitting fans. I like Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe? Oh, Uncle Fred. Fred. Uncle Fred. Fred. <laughs> Uncle Joe, it doesn't matter. Fred. Did Uncle Joe die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Uncle Fred. That was pretty. Those things are the. I don't know. I like the, uh, the strike of lightning more than a description of 800 storms. Yeah, I just like that kind of juice, man. It just seems more direct and clean. Yeah, whack. Yeah. And maybe you read a little after the whack, but you don't keep reading and reading usually. The whack is sufficient. Maybe you need to sort of tease it out because this place has momentum, yeah? But once you tease it out and it gets out here, you don't have to keep teasing it out, yeah? It's like in recovery where people keep doing too much work. They're doing inventory all fucking day. They're not enjoying sobriety. And to me, it's another form of obsession with self. You know, how, you know, are you burning down houses anymore? I'm not. I don't need incredible observation of my behavior. It's, if I step on someone's toes, I'm making amends. It's like, it's not like, I spend tons, a lot of time going over Paul's motives. Where are you going, Charlie? I can't run. What? I can't run. Oh, you all do? Thank you. See you, bro. Yeah. We'll be here next Wednesday, Charlie. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See you next I think so, yeah. All right, well, we'll end on that with Charlie's note. <laughs> yeah, all right, no questions, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a question. What are you going to stop asking other questions? <laughs> it's a formality. It's like passing the button. It's like, it's like saying hi and bye. Oh, how are you? Give mm -hmm. a question. Yeah. No, he's, he's not saying no questions. He's saying no questions. <laughs> and then the questions will come. Hey, let's go eat. Yeah. yeah.